Welcome, listeners. This week on Just Neapolitan, we talk about cool shit. Cool shit like Helldivers 2 and how it's getting people back into one of the best satires of the 90s, Starship Troopers. Cool shit like Quilatro Full Release, a game so cool, I already bought it twice and have played 23 hours in just four days, just on my PC. Cool shit like Pacific Driver getting a full release, Shadow of the Earth Tree dropping on June 20th, so fucking cool. And super cool shit like going into debt because I've shut up and take my money. I'm joined by Floyd and Eddie, and I'm your resident, Ice Cold Brian. You guys still with me, or what? Uh, yeah, no, I was just reveling in that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to try something new today. <laughs> the worst no, thing... Because no, of silence... It was full, like... 80s action movies trailer just explosions and yells that's <laughs> no it's just the silence afterwards i was like shit did discord drop did nobody hear that was i too loud did i cut the whole thing <laughs> y'all had me worried man and uh i was good I, I, I actually wrote something for the d20 this week which i normally don't do mm. now we roll d20 and found out if goblins get just ice it's a literary reference. I'm sure producer Candle will get it. Okay. Four. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've done this one or not. Uh, whatever. We're doing it now because I rolled it. Game you really wish that you could play slash could enjoy. Like, as in, like, say, like, a game that, like, everyone really likes, but you just, like, couldn't find enjoyment in it. Or... You know, we could do the cheap out, like, old game, only released in Japan. Or, mm. you know, released on a system you don't currently have. It's a little more of the open-ended one. Uh, For me, it's Fortnite. Um, That's just my default answer. It seems like people have a great time on that game, but I fucking hate it. Right. But mine is going to be Dead by Daylight. I tried so hard to get into that. I wanted, like, I was like, no, it's cool, because it's like, okay, I'll play with people online, but I don't really have to interact with them to enjoy the game, so there's no reason for me to hate it for that. Mechanically, it seemed fine. You know, just like uh, everything about the game, I was like, no, it's it's a multiplayer game that I think I could be okay playing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think about Rocket League like that, even though I've never played Rocket League. I'm like, no, I don't really have to interact with anyone, so I can just have fun. But I just every time I tried playing that game, I'm just like, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. Just never caught me. I just bounce off it really fucking hard. No, I get as someone who plays a lot of Dead by Daylight, I get that. I get that because that's how I was with it at first. And honestly, now the only reason I do play it as much as I do is because I'm playing it with Alejandro and Amy. I don't really play it by myself anymore. I was like, mm, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I get you. I, I, I feel I can feel that. I feel that way about most games, damn near. <laughs> They're amazing with friends. Yeah, that's I was gonna say it's the mm-hmm. better with friends thing, you know. Yeah. Well, that's like like Redfall. Yeah. You know, not a great game by any stretch of the imagination. Not as bad as everyone made it out to be. Right. But definitely not a game I would play again solo. 
Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't pay for it. So if it's still on Game Pass, if I had Game Pass and someone was like, let's play, I'd still play it. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like... Of, oh, go for it. Uh, speaking of old games that aren't released in America, did you know that Mother 3 is coming to Switch Online? Okay, but for real this time? No, Switch Online Japan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That there that would have been a fantastic answer. <laughs> I was just going to say that. There, there you go. <laughs> Except, you know, <clears throat> fly the flag. I've played that game. <laughs> In English. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Look at you. I think savvy listeners can figure that one out. <laughs> you know, I just put on a Jack Sparrow costume. And got really drunk. Mm. I feel like you, you know a game. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> oh, got you. Yeah, I was putting it down pretty thick. <laughs> peanut butter. Mmm, <laughs> peanut butter. Um, you know it's nearly been a year, um, since we said, "Hey, we should all play Among Us together," and we still haven't done it. Damn, that's wild. We really haven't. Yeah. Which, because you know I love my, my I told you so's, I fucking called that shit. <laughs> what? Now, I think Eddie gets a pass because I don't think he was on the podcast yet. Mm. And, and mm. I don't know that the talk ever left the podcast. I don't think it did. Because that's how good we are at following up on shit. Good guy. Yeah. 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 I definitely would have played Among Us if you get No, it's I, I I would love to play Among Us, but we definitely got to get the proximity chat mod. Like, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, yeah. Just, just yes. Just one hundred percent yes. Let's do it. <laughs> What's today? Two twenty four twenty four. You know what? That should be an easy date to remember for a year from now when we still haven't done it. Yes. <laughs> Coming to you season three. Oh man. See, yeah, I've just been playing Blatro. Just so much Blatro. And how has that been treating you? I love it. I I had said numerous times how sick I was of roguelite deck builders, and I had mentioned that because nobody's doing anything new with them. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. want I'm like, I don't it's all Slay the, Slay the Spire over and over and over. Same fucking game. I don't care that you added some new mechanics. Your base mechanic is Slay the Spire. I don't need that game again. It's already been made. Fuck off. Make something new. And then the creators of Blatro was like, yep, here we go. And I was like, yep, <laughs> you right. Here you are. Yeah, because like it's a deck builder. And your deck that you're building is playing cards because you're playing poker hands. I'm like, it's awesome. It like it takes math, like there's strategy to it. Um, I like to because of the roguelite, the whole point of it is, you know, I've got a couple of really good strategies that I know I can drop like I think my best hand I've had so far is um over four million points mm. in one hand, which just FYI, the highest that the final blind you can get in the eight anti rounds, basically the eight base rounds of the game. Uh, the highest it'll be if you have this one specific boss blind that you're playing against would be 300,000 chips you would need to beat it. 
and you'd have, you know, usually four hands, I think, is the base number of hands you get. You can upgrade that with certain things, or it can get downgraded with certain things. Uh, but yeah, so basically having an over four million hand is like wipes out the base game. But then after that, you can go into endless mode. Endless mode gets real fucking hard. <laughs> Like, I dropped it to an anti-level 7 big blind where you need 11.5 million. And that's not even the boss of that one. The boss after that is like 17 million. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it gets ridiculous. That sounds ridiculous already when you start saying million like that. Oh, well, there's a Joker card that you can only unlock if you play a hand worth 100 million. So. Hmm. Stakes are high. I mean, if you want to unlock everything, and I, I've come to the realization, so I know I talked about with uh, Elden Ring, which we will obviously have to talk about a bit more, um, how very rarely do games like get me into this like completionist mode where I'm like, no, I want I want all the achievements, I want everything, because I love right. this game, and I want to do it. And I realize, yeah, that's basically what it is. If I love a game enough, so like Vampire Survivors... um. Which, once you kind of figure that game out, it's not very difficult anymore. But I love unlocking everything in it, and I still just love kind of playing it. Um, you know, I have this thing where I want to get everything in Stardew, even though I barely play it anymore. But yeah, so like, Bellatra is kind of the same thing. I'm like, nope, I'm just going to keep bashing bashing away at it, because I want to unlock everything. I don't blame you. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much literally what I've been playing. Like I said, like, yeah, it's been out for four days as of the recording of this podcast. And, uh, yeah, here, let me pull up my exact time played on Steam here. 22.9 hours. Whereas mm. <laughs> Producer Candle has played 30 minutes. <laughs> Producer Candle ain't got the time. Hey, at least he played it. He played it before I did. I was asleep Dang. when it dropped. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got he's got other shit. Shadow yeah. Producer Campbell. G- games is the thing I do as a replacement for a personality, you know. <laughs> Think of uh I split all my time between Rocket League and the newest craze to hit the land. One of the one shooty shooty bang bang shooty shooty bang bang Helldivers to escape from death ultimate platinum edition get fucked over drink Mountain Dew is 1991 Pizza Hut commercial it's an amazing game <laughs> I do really enjoy yeah. this game it challenges me it lets me damn bugs whacked him Johnny it's, I mean it just it satisfies the shooter in me. When I want to go solo, I can do that. When I want to roll with a squad, I can do that. You know, there's things to work for. There's longevity to it. it scales greatly. Scaling is the main reason we all play it. And um, I look forward to completing a hell dive mission on hell dive difficulty, and you know, defeating uh, King Kong sized bugs and um, everything <laughs> from the Terminator that you didn't want, plus some stuff that you did. It's just going to be a really good time. You know, it's like a, it's almost like a breath of fresh. What the fuck? But it's a great, oh my God, it's a great game. 
Really great game. And now that they fixed the servers, it's an amazing game because now I don't have to fight for my life to play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the first couple of days was real top one. <laughs> you could play in the morning and late at night. <laughs> and that was like a six-hour gap between 12 to 6 in the morning. You were good. <laughs> as soon as anybody got off work or got out of school, <laughs> reconnected. Game over, son. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting in. And if you do get in, you're crashing shortly. Good times. Yeah, I heard that was a definite problem for a while. Mm. That. Yeah, they wasn't expecting it to get as popular as it was, so they wasn't particularly ready for the influx of, fuck yeah, democracy. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You gotta love it. Yeah, yeah, democracy in a very Robert Heinlein type of way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Very much Team America. Oh, you know? oh absolutely. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you kill eight things in a row. Fuck yeah, democracy! It's like, oh, I didn't expect you to say that. It's like, where's the bald eagle playing the guitar solo? And explosions and flames. Blackjack you know. and hookers. So now, if I play Helldivers in the morning, instead of coffee, I get me a cup of Liberty. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I should kick your ass. For I that see one. what you did there. <laughs> oh, you made me upset with that one, buddy. <laughs> I don't like when you get me like that. The first, the first time I heard that one liner, I was good. I was, I cackled. I say, like, have a couple. What? <laughs> Liberty. <sighs> good times. Floyd, can I guess what you've been playing? Um, Hell Divers, obviously. Also, for the people who listen, last week I promised, well, I didn't promise. I said, if I don't get distracted, I was going to have Baldur's Gate beat by this episode. That was a lie. Helldivers came out literally the day after. So, <laughs> Well, no, technically it wasn't a lie. You did give the caveat if you don't yeah. get distracted. Yeah, I did, you know. <laughs> you did, in Which, fact. Get distracted. Yes, very much so. <laughs> unexpectedly too because Helldivers like I knew it was coming out but it wasn't really on my radar and then I seen like I was just scrolling Twitch and I was and I was like oh some people are playing Helldivers I was like alright let's see how this gonna go and I seen them playing and I was like damn I'm finna buy that when I get off of work <laughs> <laughs> you know what it, him saying that leads up to the funny story of how I actually got the game Earlier in the day, I talked to a friend of mine, family member, really. And we're talking. He's like, hey, you checked out this Helldivers? I'm like, nah, fuck all that. As soon as I see at least two people I know get it or bring it up, then I'll think about it. So that was one with him bringing it up. Later on that day, Floyd gets home from work. We're talking, blah, blah, blah. Or I think he was go. No, he was heading to work. And I say, uh, I see you later. He's like, oh, shit, I forgot something. I'm like, what you forget? I got to download this game. I pop my head out my door and I go, Helldivers 2? He, it's almost like he ran back around the corner. How the fuck did you know that? It's just, it was, it was great. I'm like, shit, I knew it. And as soon as he did it, I was like, fuck it. I was looking for an excuse. Uh, yeah. It's a great decision. I just, why, I just, why do I have such a list of games? <laughs> I know, right? And I'm like, why is it, why has it got to be forty? It is like ten bucks more than I want to spend. 
Honestly. Like, literally just $10 more than I want to spend on a game this week. Ooh. Since, you know, I just bought two copies of Platro. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I, bought, I bought two copies of that game the day it released. Because I was playing it at home. It's all I wanted to do. And then I get to work. And thankfully, I have my Switch with me. Because I get there and they're basically like, oh, we did everything you normally do overnight. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I never want to complain, but I'm actually one of those people I like to have things to do at work so that time goes by. Yeah, no, I understand. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, good thing I remember to toss the switch in my bag, right? So I'm playing Super Mario Wonder for a bit. But of course, that's not the game I want to play. In my head, all I want to do is play fucking Bellatro. And I was like, man, I should check. Maybe it's on the store. And, yep, it's on the store, and I'm like, fuck, okay, fuck it. <laughs> and then I bought it, and like like I said, most of the stuff was done for me that night. There were still some things I had to do. Holy shit, I kept forgetting to do my job. I was sitting here, and I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, like okay, but like I, I can finish like this next, hand, this next round. It'll be okay. And then all of a sudden, I look over again, and I'm like, oh, I really got to get up and do that thing I'm supposed to do after this hand. Just gotta get this last hand. Like, it was, it was bad. And then I was annoyed because I unlocked some stuff on the Switch. I hadn't unlocked on the PC yet. <laughs> mm. So, of course, you know, I was like, no, I gotta go and make sure I unlock all that. I, I can't have the first time I see stuff be on the Switch. That's not my main playthrough. Because I'm a fucking moron. I don't know. It's a really good game, though. <laughs> This man having all the good times. Well, and then Pacific Drive released. Did you check it out? I mean, I played the demo when they had the demo, so I know I'm going to like it and I want to play it. But no, I have not purchased it. Once once again, because I just bought two copies of Bellatro, I'm like, you can't do this every week. You can't just... You can't own a ton of games, have a huge backlog of games, and keep buying a game every week. Oh, and by the way, did I mention there's a Humble Bundle I really want? No. Oh, what is and it? this this escape room game that Candle mentioned that looks good is, and is on that, sale yeah. this week. And that has been on my wish list anyway. And of course, since Candle bought it, I'm like, oh, there's someone to play with already. Uh where is it? Oh, here it is. It's the uh, mind-bending masterpieces. Got it. Because it's a bunch of puzzle games, basically. And I'm like, oh, I don't really have a ton of like puzzle games sitting in my collection. So the thing that always gets me to buy a new game is I'm like, oh, this will fill like a gap in my game collection. So when I'm in the mood to do something, I have that game. Which is also probably why I'm so big on the, no, make a new type of game. Because if I already have it in all my games, it's kind of like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. Like, I just went through a bunch of my games to add them to a new listing in Steam under my must play later. And I cleared up like 200 gigs on my hard drive because I was like, I'm just going to put them in this separate category. So when I'm looking for them again, I don't have to sift through all my games. They're just right there. The games that I know for sure. Hey, at some point, you really are planning on playing this game. As opposed to like, 
the hundreds of games that I've either already played and never want to play again, or we're part of a bundle, and I'm just like, I don't care about this. I can understand that. Yeah. I don't have an addictive personality, I swear. No. (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, so, Floyd, you've got a couple things that you're supposed to do now on your timer. You wanted to finish Baldur's Gate 3, and then uh, Shadows of the fucking Erdtree is coming out. Yep, yep. So, you know, at some point, I'm going to have to let go of this um, Helldivers thing, but I don't know if it's going to let me. I'm going to be honest. Now that it's yeah, it won't. Well, see, now that it's out there, I feel like I have to go for the urge tree. But I don't know. Helldivers is already melting my PC <laughs> by the day, and I'm just <laughs> letting it. So I don't. I didn't even let City Skylines two do that to me. <laughs> that is true. And I am letting Helldivers just dis- and I'm watching it do it. Like, and I'm just like, I don't fuck. I'm still playing for hours. <laughs> <laughs> And this little this little tugboat's just so tugging over here, man. Just... Every once in a while, we'll be playing Eddie. Go, all right, it's too hot. <laughs> I watch it like a hawk. Like I just... <laughs> once it goes past a certain threshold, cut the shit off. Oh man! But I will say, it doesn't affect. It's like what I deem is too hot. It's not maxing my system out. It's not even close. But I just get to a point where if I'm sitting at 72, just sitting there when I'm doing nothing, yeah, shit's running a little too hot. But when I'm running at like 61, I don't give a fuck. Let it. It's just after a few intense games, it just creeps up and creeps up. And by hour three, it's like, hey, hey, it's it's hot. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say 72 is already in a zone where I don't like things to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So once it gets, like earlier, Floyd, I've been playing all today, so when we got the, you finally hit level 10, I checked the temp, uh, I'm out of here. I'm just gonna go to Rocket League where it's cooler. <laughs> <laughs> cool kids over there. So, uh, what, what are, are we looking at a season 3? Eddie will finally have a new PC? Hopefully. He will. He will. Or... I'm I'm hoping by June twentieth you do, or he'll he'll cop off for a Steam Deck, or do both. <laughs> you never know. I think get the PC before the Steam Deck. Yeah, First, yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, you know, be be on the lookout for City Skylines two content from me. By the way, <laughs> and, and <laughs> don't don't forget about that Ark Survival Ascended. I'll play all those things again when I. Damn, I really consider Helldivers worth it. I haven't sacrificed this computer. <laughs> yeah. I stopped playing Rust completely. Well, the minute I found out it overheats, I just, it's fucking. Floyd, we're going to play some Rust because if I'm just destroying it for any reason now, we'll just. <laughs> Let's take it to the limit now. <laughs> what do you mean, Floyd? Let's play some Rust. Floyd's not getting off Helldivers. Oh, no, no. You don't understand. He, he, every once in a while, he comes around and he goes, Ah, oh, man, if your PC was just. Up to it. We could have been playing Rust. Oh, we should have been playing Rust. Now, what's your excuse? Let's do it. Let's, let's go. Okay. Let's go play Helldivers. But we'll play Rust eventually. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we gotta go kill some things for peace and liberty. Yeah, and we also gotta do that group Baldur's Gate run. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Look out for that one on season seven. <laughs> we'll finish around. Oh yeah, I'm actually in the city now. Nice. I gotta stop playing Bellatro for a few hours so I can play some Baldur's Gate. I gotta actually play Baldur's Gate. It's not like it doesn't burn me out, but once I played with you guys, it was just like, this is what I wanted in my D&D games. Chaos! <laughs> <laughs> Why would I go back to me? When I do it, I'm tactical as a motherfucker. I'm trying to run through shit, setting up. I, it, I'm not even looking at the story. I just want things to blow up and people to do animations. When I play with you guys, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. I'm just having a great time. <sighs> Playing it by myself just doesn't fucking do it for me, man. I, I love them both, honestly. Like, I, I definitely get different things out of it. Cause, like, for me, like when I'm playing the solo campaign, I'm man. Like, this game is definitely when you're like making decisions. I definitely sit there and ruminate. Yeah. And oh, yeah, there's decisions I've made in my playthrough that I'm pretty sure I regret. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but it's one of those things. I don't want, like, when I make the decision for the character, I move forward. There is none of this. Okay, and I'll keep a save there. So in case if I want to, nope, nope, nope. We role playing, we going, we doing this. <laughs> like if, if the party wipes, yeah, okay. If I get into a situation where I'm like, oh, party's going to wipe, then okay. But not story decisions? Nope. I make it and there's no looking back. So I miss it, but then I won't set up the Floyd lie, even with the caveat and say I'll finish it, because now I want to play. I want to play the Earth Tree. I want. Oh. This is too much for me. <laughs> this is too much for me, man. I mean, you have to get decently far in it to even access the DLC. Yeah, but once, once something's got its claws in me, because I remember the. When I first turned the game, I was hooked. I, I was hooked. And then Russ got me back and wouldn't let me go like a dirty ex. And I just... I'm so far down the tree of things and games I need to complete. I'm so hurt. But I want I want to join in on the fights. I want to see what's the new what the fuck boss. Like, I want to see things. Oh, well, there's a... Uh... At least ten new bosses. Ten! And, um... There's going to be a new mechanic... Um... That you'll need to... Like, that you'll... What what do they call it? Attack... An attack score or something? Mm. That will only be upgraded by defeating certain bosses? It's not going to be an easy area at all. And the point was that they assumed that... A lot of the people who are going into the DLC have already finished the game. So you can access it as long as you've killed um, Radon and Moog. But its difficulty is going to be scaled for endgame. Like post-endgame. Got it. That makes sense. That sounds like such a good time. Uh, There's eight new classes of weapons. Oh! 
Not eight new weapons. Eight entirely new classes of weapons. <laughs> oh, can I become a bow staff lord? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I know. So, so they have one that looks like the equipped weapon is actually its melee attacks do throwing stuff. Hmm. That's what one of them looks like. There was what basically looked like an auto crossbow being used in the trailer. So it would be nice if, you know, they reworked some of the um, the range combat stuff. Yeah. There's so many nice bows and crossbows, but their damage just doesn't scale well enough to really be useful past a certain point in the game. Is it possible? You know, yet another reason why my pirate that I'm trying to make is going to suck. Besides the fact that I need to be able to carry like 800 pounds of fucking gear. Is it possible to be a walking holy nuke? I mean, you can do that already. There's there's, there's faith builds that can one-punch the final boss, who is resistant to faith, by the way. <laughs> Take this faith. I don't want it. Overwhelming faith! No, no, seriously. Like, yeah, it was, what did somebody call it? Their one-punch man build. Oh, yeah. Any parts of this. Oh, you can find it online. I'm sure the whole breakdown for what everything needs to be to do it. But yeah, it's basically, it's using a, a shit ton of buffs, and then, yeah, just walking up and punching the boss once, and dead. Ridiculous. Bye. But that being said, too, who knows, some of that might have been nerfed and, you know, updates since then. I'll find out when the time's right. But, you know, if you want to be a, uh, a martial arts specialist, a monk, you may not get the bow staff, but... There's definitely like, did you guys watch the the trailer at all? I'm mm-hmm. assuming not. Nope. I was gonna say because otherwise I'm explaining things you've seen, which is kind of ridiculous. But uh, yeah, no, there was basically like uh, a section of it where someone's doing a bunch of kicks mm-hmm. on an enemy, like martial arts shit. Will I get the yeah, okay. Will I get the fail a kick? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, new weapon classes, uh, n- new ways to kill stuff, and new ways to think you're hot shit and then get fucked up with it. Yeah. But yeah, so apparently most massive DLC they've ever done, right? Um, Makes sense. And so uh, Miyazaki has said it's going to be comparable to the size of Limgrave. In Elden Ring? Mm. Okay. I'm going to assume, and actually, it, it's not just me that assumed this. I heard that, and I was like, hmm. And I was watching, so Vati Vidya <laughs> dropped his lore video today, too. Which I'm like, yes, thank you. You explain everything in there that I don't want to figure out on my own. I love you. I'm not doing the lore shit. I want to know about it, but I'm not searching it out myself. Thank you. Yeah. Um. And one of the things that he mentioned is that, yeah, Miyazaki also famously said that finishing Elden Ring would probably only take about 30 hours. Mm. Yeah, he's like the opposite of uh, Todd Howard and uh, what was the other one? Peter Molyneux. You know, whereas they will constantly be like, oh, and the game's going to have this, this, and this, and none of it's there. He undersells a lot of the games all the time. So, 
when he's constantly saying, oh, like an area like right about Limgrave, I'm like, I have a feeling it's going to be bigger than that. Because also, if there's 10 bosses, if there's 10 bosses in an area the size of Limgrave, you're just, you're basically going to be running from one like boss area right to the next. You know what I'm saying? Like, because there's always like stuff leading to them. It's got to be bigger than Limgrave. It, It just literally logistically has to be. Hmm. Unless there's, you know, multiple levels and he's literally just talking about like, you know, length width area without talking about the, the Z axis. I guess that could be a possible. Uh, we're definitely going to find out. I'm going to find out back in June 20th, man. Is that Phil Skate Day? That's no, the 21st. But yeah, I guess it will. 27th. Wrong thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have high hopes for it, especially because it's a $40 DLC. Oh. Mm. Uh, oh. Oh. Steps back dramatically. Yeah, but it is the largest one they've ever done. And I would say FromSoft definitely, I've found no problem with their pricing. You know what I'm saying? If that's coming from like, you, uh, I could take that endorsement. Yeah, I mean, what their normal DLCs were twenty bucks, and those are huge DLCs. A lot of times, when companies put out a twenty dollars DLC, then it's like, and here's like three extra hours of content, and I'm like, do I really care about the extra three hours for that price? No, they're like, here, here's a quarter of a game. Yeah, <laughs> also, also, I I love Elden Ring, so oh yeah, take that with a grain of salt too. I would just throw money at him anyway. Yeah, that that DLC could be all like, uh, yeah, we added new items into the game, and I'd be like, imagine all the different builds I could do with new items. Yeah, here's forty bucks. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's a DLC, but I heard Helldivers is getting mechs for us on on our side, and I was like, huh, what a mech? Put me in a mech. Oh, I'm going ballistic. What about an Elden Ring mech? No. Transfiguration. Well, weird you mentioned that. Oh. You should probably watch that video. Now nah, I gotta watch. Don't, I can't set myself <laughs> up. Well, luckily, since I'm I mean, it's not. It's definitely. It's not a mech. But I'd say you said you know like an Elden Ring equivalent of a mech. Mm-hmm. I guess I would say that one of the enemies shown in in that would yes be that. Oh my! All the money I see myself spending on games, at least. At least Game Pass is giving me MLB 24. <laughs> I mean, I paid for that. I still that. need Armored Core, man. Yeah. I, um, I honestly didn't think I was getting this DLC till next year. And I was like, I got plenty of time to play Armored Core. Nope. Nah. <laughs> no, you I should, don't. You should play it now. It's always going to be like that. Yeah, it's not going yeah, to win, Brian. <laughs> I know that, but in a given year, there's maybe ten games I give a shit about, mm-hmm. and six I'm willing to spend money on. That's I just not been happening these last couple of years. Does Grand Theft Auto come out this year? Probably not. Hades 2 is coming out at some point. Hopefully it drops on Game True. Pass. 
Well, I doubt it will, because it's going to be early access when it drops. Speaking of Game Pass, I wish Maggie was here, because she would be excited about this. The Bluey game just dropped on Game Pass. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, I wouldn't pay for that, but it looks fun if it was ever free. And then I was like, oh shit, it's on Game Pass. I might play some Bluey later, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that might going to take it to a, turn into a never. <laughs> I might turn it on for like an hour and be like, oh yeah, that was cute. And then delete it and never play it again. <laughs> oh, alright. <laughs> I mean, one of these days they're going to make a kid's game that's actually a good game, too. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> We'll see. Hey, there are kids' movies that are still good, you know, even if you're not a kid. I have faith that one day someone will take games as a medium seriously enough. I already makes more goddamn money than any other media form. <laughs> still can't take yeah. this shit seriously. Oh. Yeah, I'm not like angry or bitter or anything. Got some good gaming going on this year for me, so I can't complain. Had some fun. Yeah, I'm with that. I mean, you know, besides all the layoffs, I'm good. Yeah. They should lay off the layoffs. Yeah, and yeah, you're right, they should. There's already been uh, another hundred just since our last podcast. Damn. Yeah, no, it's great, though, because there's a couple on here, actually quite a few of them from Embracer, that just have question marks by them because they haven't released the numbers yet. So that those are, those are going to jump at some point. Mm. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I love, you know. Unity. I just don't want to look at this. All that shit just depresses me every time I look at it. Want some news for some depressing shit? If we're going to do yeah. depressing shit, we might as well do news, right? We might as well. You know. Might as well. I actually, I kept the news pretty. I, I think I just picked good news stuff to this week. So, uh, a calling this one. Miyazaki interview with IGN is a teachable moment for Todd Howard. Yeah, I'm not done talking shit on Starfield. Y'all pissed me off by fucking responding to negative comments in the shittiest <laughs> way possible. Okay, so in the interview, Miyazaki, referring to the future of Soulslike's project, states that he'd... And, okay, I quote, I'd like to step away from that supervisory role and give them full di uh, direction and control over those products. I think really this is in the, the best way and the easiest way for them to flourish within that environment and with those new projects. You know, like, basically being like, listen, I did all that shit. That's, someone new should take the reins and move the, the thing forward. You know, maybe, I don't know, don't want to put words in his mouth, but realizing, like, we kind of had three of the same games, and then Elden Ring has really, like, grown to be its own thing, and maybe it's time to step away and let people who've learned from what I'm doing do their own thing with it now. So it stays fresh and relevant. And the reason I say this is a teaching moment for Todd Howard is just to this. If you're unaware, basically everything at Bethesda runs through Todd. Like, mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, we have to make the Todd Howard game, which is why all they make now is the Todd Howard game. And, you know, they just put new wallpaper on it. 
And then they'll quote some figures at you and tell you how wrong you are if you don't think it's fun. <laughs> how is it not fun? There's a thousand planets and nothing to do on any of them. How isn't that fun? Are you not having a good time? Because I'm not having a good time. Poor shit. And once again, I, <laughs> I, so I can play it through the game. I enjoyed it enough to finish it. But don't act like this game, this is one, something that you're going to play forever. Right. The thing that pisses me off um, with midfield, too, is like when you look at stuff like, like everyone's still playing Skyrim, right? Mm-hmm. And when you think about the companions you get in Skyrim, they're just there to like help you with combat, right? Mm-hmm. So it's acceptable that they're forgettable and they don't have any back because that's not what they're there for. They're not about that. You're, it's your interactions with the world, right? So it's a very, very you focused in that world. With Starfield, because all your companions have these side stories that, you know, affect the plot and you get to know and this and that. And then to just have them just abruptly like, and that's it. You finished their story and now they have nothing useful to say or do anymore. You know, it's all a checklist. It makes the companions in that game feel fucking worse than the ones in Skyrim. Because at least in Skyrim from the beginning, they were literally just there to help you kill shit. True. At this point, does Starfield have any legs left to stand on? Are they doing anything Thank with you, it? People are still playing no. it. They're they're gonna. I'm I I'm sure they'll release DLC for it. Because why wouldn't they get more money? And you know they'll keep putting little updates in to completely break mods, so that you have to go and get their pay for mods that you know they can then take money from. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'll continue to do stuff like that, which they keep doing with Skyrim and Fallout 4, by the way, is putting these little updates in that the whole point of them is just to break the the mods again because they're trying to, like, you know, annoy and uh, exasperate the modders to the point where it just becomes pointless for them to continue fixing the mod every time Bethesda decides to put a small patch out that fixes nothing. Or fixes the most minimal amount of shit. Mm, let's see. Damn, the baby. Great company. <laughs> awesome great guys. Company. I just and the thing too, the worst part about it, it's our fault as fans of Bethesda games from the past because we basically allowed them to get away with horse shit like this for so long. And just like kind of hand waved it away, like, oh, yeah, but I mean, come on, look at these games and the huge and the da 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 and this and that. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, horse armor, man. <laughs> Fucking horse armor. They've been trying to pull this shit forever. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, but I saw. I saw what route they were trying to, what they were eventually going to end up take. The second, uh, what was that? The third? No, the second re-release of Skyrim. And I was like, oh, so we just going to keep running this back. Mm-hmm. That That's what we're going to do. And the problem with that is every time they do it, it's fucking sales. They have no reason to even try. <laughs> 
Exactly. Stop buying this bullshit. Please. <laughs> Do something else. That's why I won't buy none of the 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 fucking Resident Evil remakes. Because give me something new, goddammit. <laughs> I'm tired of this old shit. Give me past this nostalgia. If I want nostalgia, I'll go back and play the old shitty games you made. <laughs> I mean, if you can. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> but you know, Jolly Rogers, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We're ready for No Man's Sky 2, the real Starfield. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> with how much they fucked up the music in Persona 3 Reload, part of me is just like, you know. For the price of that game, I could get an external optical drive and then <laughs> get a PlayStation 2 emulator on my PC and just play the fucking old version that I got sitting in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you PCs not having optical drives anymore. Damn you. Although I don't want it. It looks so slick without all that shit in the front of it, though. Yeah. Okay. I love you, baby. Don't ever change. <laughs> I'm also just happy that when I put this computer together, the one thing I didn't plug in correctly were all the lights. Because I'm like, good. Because they don't need it. Fuck off with your fucking lights on everything on your fucking computers. <laughs> Jeez, man. How am I supposed to jerk off in the dark when my computer glows like a Christmas tree? I am fucking done. <laughs> He knew I had to go somewhere with that, right? Uh, <laughs> on to more happy news. Uh, Larian continues to equal winning. <laughs> so, according to PC Gamer article by Andy Chalk, Larian is working on official mod support for Baldur's Gate 3 and wants mods on all platforms. Yeah. You know, another thing that's a difference from what Bethesda does is good companies go, oh, shit. You're right. When we do updates, it breaks your mods. And we don't want to do that. So we're going to try to help it so that that doesn't happen every time we update the game. Also, Larian's updates are actual fucking updates. True. Um, yeah, so Larian Senior Community strate Strategist, Wombat Medic, said, Larian plans to reach out to popular mod authors. Also, talk to... Uh, to uh, I forgot a two in there, sorry. To also talk further and work together to avoid issues in the future. So, yeah. That's, I'm assuming Wombat Medic and a senior community strategist. That sounds to me like a Discord I mod, so, most yeah. likely. Uh, but, I mean, still employed by the company if they have, you know, a company name. So, good for them. Uh, also, they've won four more awards. At the Dice Awards, including Game of the Year. In which, during one of the speeches, Larian Studios' head of production, David Walgrave, said at the awards, We ask you to pay one price, only for the game, and that's it. You can own it for the rest of your life. We don't have shareholders, but we also don't think about them. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned enough how much I love Larian Studios these days. Holy fucking shit, they're awesome. Um... So that this section I got from a uh, Harvey Randall article on PC Gamer, in which he does clarify that Larian does have a single shareholder uh, because Tencent owns 30% of the studio. However, 
What they have is called a preference share, which means they have no voting rights and therefore no say on what the company does. They literally are just there to make money from when the company does good things. Good. <laughs> As it should be. And that's, which I think is just a good, good clarification because it's not like I don't think Walgrave was trying to be disingenuous when he said the shareholders thing because they don't, in a traditional sense, have shareholders. They're, right. Um, uh, what is it? Sven and his wife are literally owners of the company. And uh, Sven, uh, what is Swicky? I can't, his, I always forget his last name and I probably mispronounce it anyway because I think it's a goddamn, uh, one of them Scandinavian country names. I don't know how they pronounce it. Listen, I get it. You all have great life expectancy because <laughs> the government allows, you know, free health care and education. Good for you. Keep making good games. We appreciate and it. Good for you. Yeah, we do. Maybe we get some of that free health care shit around here. But I'm getting good games. Uh, you always got anything else this week? Um, rumor meal. The hey. new Stardew Valley update will be out either sometime between this week or March second, and if not, then very soon after. So we're excited because um, there was um the one of the mod like one of the Reddit modders right. In that in that Stardew Valley server, uh, was like they they're getting ready for like a patch update to get their mods ready for the new patch, and so apparently they know, and I'm excited. I'm hoping it comes out soon because I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into some Stardew fishing. God damn it! Another game I'm gonna have to play. <laughs> I told you. I ain't got time for this shit. Will we get a group but, um, All right. I need to win the fucking lotto so that I never have to go to work. And I'm just going to play games all day. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sh- I'm hoping that it is this week because the 26th would be the eighth year anniversary of Stardew. So oh, I wonder if it, that's it the would make that he's sense. been aiming yeah. for. Yeah. Oh, man. This podcast comes out on the eight-year anniversary of Stardew, <laughs> and Maggie's not here. Yeah. Aw. What an episode for her to miss. Although, her back's not broken this time. She's just really busy with school. <laughs> we have a Might as well be broken. <laughs> I mean, it, her metaphorical back is broken by right. our <laughs> by all the crippling debt that she'll get from having gone to grade school. But she'll have a degree in the, you know, the, 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 what is it called when you pick a career path? I don't know. I, my brain just stopped. I didn't finish college, if you can't tell. <laughs> Words are hard. They are. You know, I, th- I got to say one last thing about Helldivers 2. And as, uh, like, I'm so happy people are getting back into the Starship Troopers because of it. I'm really hoping that means that, you know, Maybe we'll get, I don't know, like an, an om, omnibus hardcover, like re-release of the graphic novel. 
Ah, that is like all of them collected. That would be cool. I would love that. I would love to add that to my graphic novel collection. And uh, man, I would love if they got Casper Van Dien to do like a voice in Helldivers too. Like if patch it in or something, or maybe like do a DLC in the future and work with them and have them do some voice work on it. That would be fucking awesome too. Mm-hmm. And they could call him like, uh, I don't know, instead of Johnny Rico, he could be like Ronnie Gico. <laughs> bad last name. But Ronnie Ronnie's Gico. a real first name. Ronnie Pico. Denial. Fuck <laughs> okay, it, just call him Ronnie Van Dien. <laughs> Swanny V. Or, or you know what? They could call him Ronnie and his call sign could be Ghost and then if you get it, you get it and if you don't, you don't. That could work. That could actually right? work. Casper, Ghost. Yeah. But I'm trying to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to think Casper Van Dien thoughts and will it into the universe. The secret told me I can. Do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. All right. I think that's it for us this week. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Thanks for putting up with us yet again. Yeah, thanks for putting up with Floyd. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> I'm great, buddy. Damn. You. <laughs> we love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.